I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up and welcome to the Sword Art Online Alicization War of Underworld After Show. We're talking episode eight, Blood and Life. My name is Carrie Lane and I'm joined again by Alex Von David. Yay, welcome. Thanks for having me back. Well, welcome back. As the emergency guest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we had a couple other people, but unfortunately they could not make it. But you know what? That happens. And But I love hearing the perspective of the person not in the booth, per se, a different booth, and directing the voice actors. So we'll get more into some of those behind the scenes. And then, I don't know, then you can dish on them as they've dished on you throughout the oh <laughs> after show season. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Uh, we do have a live chat going, so welcome everybody who is joining us live. If you're watching it later, please comment down below your thoughts on the episode. And uh, yeah, let's get started. So at the beginning, we have Alice post that epic damage. Uh, I did talk to you a little bit. I was like, wait, why doesn't she just like destroy everybody? She has a dragon. Let's see some damage. Though the dragon didn't do anything in this moment. So, but... She had the best kind of weapon, and you're like, wait, there's something later. <laughs> yeah, in the books they explain that the dragons have finite power, so um, they always have to eat and rest and all that kind of stuff, so they can't use their fire all the time. So, And they can only fly for a certain amount of distance. Oh, okay. So that'll come into play later on if they keep following the books as closely as mm, they're following. So, interesting. Yeah. No, but this is all about just showing how, how special Alice is. And, Indeed. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, she does. I love that she does so much damage. And D is like, how is this possible? I can't even do this kind of damage. It's a perfect and, setup, too. It's yeah. like, who could have done this? And You're Alice is up there on her drag. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, it, well, it's like the bad thing in a movie where everyone's looking here. And you're like, nobody thinks to look up. No. You know, they're not. She was cloaked. So, oh. yeah, because they, oh, they had yeah. spotters, like, looking all over the place. But, yeah. uh, no, Alice was, uh, Alice was, uh, had a little cloak spell activated or something. That I was going to say, I'm like, I don't remember that, but. They did not mention it at oh, all okay. in the anime. Okay. I believe they <laughs> mentioned it. I forget what volume it was, but I had that question, too, when I first oh. watched it. Yeah. Um, before reading the books and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, well, that makes sense. No, that makes yeah. way more sense. Because I feel there's some moments in anime where, and, you know, any storytelling but anime a lot it's like don't mind this moment don't think about it too much <laughs> well it's always funny like, what they keep and what they discard yeah sometimes they get in trouble with the stuff that they discard mm, so um, this is true this yeah. show so far um has been pretty much throwing everything at the screen mm. that's in the books mostly um we'll see in, in the next 12 episodes how much of the books crosses over because there's some other characters from the outside world that are going to be involved Ooh, okay and um yeah we'll see what happens with that Nice. Uh, a couple <clears throat> people in the chat, um, Archaeus Rules, sorry if I say that, or any of your names wrong, said this episode was amazing. This was a really good, solid episode. Glad you liked it. Uh, Oathkeeper says, dragons have a serious cooldown. Indeed, apparently, of like, can't r run out that energy too mm. soon. And then Chandler says, most emotional episode yet, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I guess it depends on how you feel about certain characters, because uh, there has been... Episode 24 in Alicization, when... Um, I think it depends on yeah who you care about more. I guess, yeah. Uh, everybody has their favorites, so that's true. Uh, Natsu says, Hi, Alex. When you adapted this episode, what were some of the challenges and difficulties? I love that moment between Alice and Eldrier. Eldrier sacrificed himself to protect everyone. It was a beautiful episode. Oh, glad you liked it. 
Um, I mean, uh, the challenge in this one was that moment, um, because as Eldre's, uh winding down, um, the mouth flaps were just, there was like two mouth flaps of space and then uh. another couple of mouth flaps. And then so um, just trying to figure out how to, how to maintain the integrity of the translation, um, but making it still the kind of English phrasing that Eldre speaks, mm. um, with mm -hmm. also this sort of winding down um, idea, fitting it into two flaps and then a space and then a couple more flaps. It was, uh, it was challenging for Ezra as it would be for any actor. Um, but I let Ezra know to, you know, he didn't need to edit himself so cleanly and so carefully after every mouth flap. He could just like trail off a bit more, um, breathe in between the lines, um, or in between the words in this case. And mm -hmm. um, it didn't really translate well on Toonami. Um, and I think well, because of the, it's the, some of the breaths were lost. I think it's because of the compression. Oh, um, I was going to say, I'm like, I, I, I didn't notice. But, it, so there was a more breath. Is, so yeah, that's like his, yeah, all okay. of his words were a little more connected um, when we were doing oh, our mix and stuff. Okay. So it'll come through in the Blu-rays, but um, unfortunately on Toonami, it just seemed like the mm. com some sort of compression issue was there, and it was just like cutting off his little breaths in between. So that was kind of like. Oh. Well, we did see on the Sword Art USA Twitter post how that new Blu-ray set that's coming out, which looks yeah. really nice. Yeah, Plex US is releasing mm -hmm. the first twenty-four episodes all together for a nice. change instead of doing volume by volume. Yeah, so that's nice. pretty cool. Uh, Renji in the live chat says this episode was lit in so many ways. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sharka Frank says, Alex, if you got the chance to voice a character in SAO, what ability ability would you want to have? So I get, well, I'll break this down of if you get to voice any character, so who would you want to be and what kind of ability would you want? Because I would think you could want to be a character but like someone else's ability. Or if you like the same, then that's fine too. Probably, I, pro I think Bercoli might be kind of fun. Mm. And just with his ability. Um, he has some good, but, good you know, attacks, no that's No offense, sure. Simara, you're doing great. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not saying that you're not. I'm just saying that that would be a cool character to yeah. play if I was a voice actor. But I'm not, so. <laughs> cool, I like it. So it's it. never going to happen, folks. <laughs> it's never going to happen, Amari. Don't worry. The blooper reel? Oh, God. No, I'm not going to go in there and just do bloopers. No, 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 not for that character. That's You're that's like, close to Amari's heart. He's okay. doing such a great job. Yeah. It would be, it would be a sacrilege to go in there and even try it as a joke. <laughs> uh, back to the episode. Mm. They're pretty much how powerful. They have a little bit of a retreat. Uh, Fanatio and Alice, they kind of have a nice moment of updating each other and everything of like, okay, what's going on? I really love these moments in shows where it's like two characters know something. It's like, hey, here's information because it's like, oh, good. Now everybody knows everything mm -hmm. <laughs> because when you're waiting for someone to get that info, you're just sitting there like, oh, but we know. Like, I yeah, want them to know. Everybody needs to catch yes. up. <laughs> uh, Eldria and Alice also get their moment. And he's kind of apologizing of like, I suck. I'm sorry. I'm not as good at, I'm not as good as you should be. This is extremely paraphrasing. She's like, no, no, you don't worry. It's okay. Like everybody needs you. It was an interesting, uh, collapse of character for him in terms of feeling so defeated, you know, because he had been so, you know, on top of his game. But even earlier, the Stabby sisters, mm -hmm. they commented like, oh, these 
people have not been in a legit battle before. They're this not ready for this. Yeah, this is the first time they've been in a war like yeah. this. The knights have gone out and hunted things, but like Eldria hasn't even really done that. Yeah. So um, this is kind of a first for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, hopefully that came through with... Uh, in the English version too, because um, I, I, it's a it's a burden that Alice carries for sure. Yeah. Um, especially with her decision to unleash that apocalyptic twice those apocalyptic you know fires. First time was out of duty, and second time was out of revenge. So that was an interesting turn for her. How was it to direct those kind of scenes of, okay, so, I mean, your regular Literally, voice actor has not gone to war, probably. No, but you like, know, Kaylee's been keeping up with the show, so mm-hmm. she knows what's going on and stuff. Um, but when she gets into the booth, I just remind her, okay, this is about revenge. And mm. This is about, you know, your duty. And uh, and so we don't want to, I don't want to destroy her her voice or anything. Don't want to hurt her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll preview the line as many times as she wants to. I don't think we did it like more than twice just for timing's sake. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we got one or two takes of it tops um, because she she pretty much knows her character by now. Yeah. And, you know, when I when I say things like, okay, this is for revenge, she knows where mm-hmm. to go with it. So, And then yeah. we also reference the Japanese before we start anyway. So yeah. it's, uh, she's always got that in her pocket. Yeah. Uh, we meet Fruger, the ogre, which... Fruger, yeah. <laughs> ogre. Yeah. Air werewolf. Quotes. Yeah, werewolf. <laughs> uh, then mentions like, okay, priestess of light, I just need to take you back. Just go with me right now. It's all cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's the moment when Alice gets to hear, wait, like, priestess of light? Oh, yeah, sure, that's, that's me. me. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that. That was kind of, was kind of funny. That I, I like that the character has the smarts of, like, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. Like, Eldrick, I got this. Like, yeah. <laughs> hold on. Uh, and it was kind of cool to get that introduction and, like, oh, okay, it's because Emperor Vecta. Vecta. Well, Emperor God. They call him both. I feel the title. They've said Emperor, but then they're like, no, it's a god. So and... he's also the dark god Vecta. Yeah, uh, Vecta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the people all only knew about this legend that he, Vecta was supposed to return to, yeah. the, to the world at some point. And How then convenient the war was supposed the plot to be well, I mean, within the was, world of the th- It was all the leading game, up for the... the yeah, yeah, it was all leading up to this. So it yeah. was like, okay, here he is. Game. So, yeah, now they have to refer to him as Emperor. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yay and no, because he's very creepy and good <laughs> villain of sorts. Yeah, he's pretty twisted. <laughs> Which, actually, speaking of that, Gabriel and Dee get their moment of, okay, well, why did this fail? Why mm-hmm. did your battle fail? And I like that... There's a moment where he says, um, so what, what did you plan to get the energy from anyway? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't know, really. Yeah. So it's kind of like when she tells him, he like looks out on the battlefield and says, all right, so why don't you just use them? Oh, <laughs> that like, was, because okay. he doesn't care. They're just ones and zeros to him. Yeah, all he's after is Alice, and yeah. so he's willing to sacrifice everybody under the yeah. under the guise of of oh we're gonna take over the uh, the human human territory or mm-hmm. human realm and then um, human empire yeah excuse me and uh, and then you guys can go ahead and and, and loot and plunder do and, whatever you want yeah and grab yeah. basically all the resources there so I uh, I liked Ch- uh, Sharka says I can't get over Greg Chun's seductiveness as Gabriel he's brilliant yeah that he definitely has an interesting dynamic as a character that's like really creepy but like slimy but still kind of has that almost a charm to it almost but Mm. 
Is, is there a way that, okay, when you have a character like that, when is that more of your suggestion of how the character should be or the actor or the script or a little bit of everything of, like, they're a bad guy, but they're still, like, alluring? Well, I guess it, um, well, I guess it all starts with the, with the, uh, the Japanese and the translation mm-hmm. I'm given and my understanding of the character. Um, with him, yeah, he's, uh, he's a bit seductive and a bit, um, a bit detached from everything that's going on in this world. Mm-hmm. So the stakes for the people of the underworld are very big, whereas his stakes are not that big. He's, yeah. uh, so th- as far as, and as far as Greg goes, I mean, he pretty much, um, he pretty much keys into what the, what choices to make, um, behind the mic, you know, based on the dialogue and what he hears in the Japanese preview. Um, if anything, um, the only direction, the only direction that was pretty consistent with Greg has always been dialing back the, you know, evil, the mustache twirling. So, yes, he did, they did. They did talk about that. Yeah. So I mean, that is yeah. that was the only thing. And so Greg Armin kind of, mentioned that too. Of yeah, you're not that kind of villain. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just uh, and just finding the right sort of pocket to be in and stuff. And Greg's yeah. really good about sort of hanging out in there and still being kind of slimy, but. Slightly yeah. seductive, as you say. A so. little bit. <laughs> like, you, yeah, it's one of those you're just like, mm. uh, Actually, that's another question. Uh, a couple of voice actors in the after shows have mentioned how, you know, like, it's easier to tone it down than build it up. So as a voice acting director, is that something you encounter? And what advice would you give in terms of it's easier to ha- tell an actor to tone it down than it is, like, can you give me more? Or does it depend on the situation? Yeah, um, it depends on the situation. It depends on the actor. Okay. Uh, it depends on their skill level. Um, really, it's, uh, again, it's just a matter of degrees. It's like how much, if you're a villain, how much of the mustache are you twirling? Are you twirling mm-hmm. it really hard? Are you, you know, just to use that yeah. uh, metaphor. Um, it's, uh, but yeah, it's um, dialing up, dialing it down. I, I would say, you know, it's apples and oranges, and who knows? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Who knows? But I, I'm assuming if an actor says, oh, it's easier to, to dial it back, I would believe that particular actor, that that's their process. So. Uh, someone had said it was kind of like, if you go too big, then you know where the goalpost is, mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, right, let's now we know how far we can go instead of, like, you know, those Yeah, no, levels, that's a great increments. way of putting it. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah, just, you know, it's... It's, um, if you're an actor with experience acting, um, you'll always be making choices. Mm -hmm. And so as long as the actor's making a choice, I don't have a problem. Um, nobody's going to have a problem. Um, but if the actor's just kind of like waffling and just like talking loud because they hear the Japanese is really loud, then it's like, well, okay, but you gotta, you know, Mm -hmm. why why are you speaking loud? What, (laughs) is there, is there a feeling behind it? What are you concerned about? Are you just trying to get someone's attention across the room? Or are you trying to beat someone down with your voice? Mm. I mean, you know, acting choices. Intention. Mm. Very important. Very big keyword, I'd say, for acting. Yeah. What what are you trying to do, accomplish? Uh, Then we get Alice and, oh, so another nice moment where everybody together, Alice, Bercoli, and Fanatio, like, okay, what is the new plan? And, of course, Uncle is going to go with Alice. Like, nope, you can't go by yourself. And they're going to take a third of the troops, which I was like, all right, I guess that's a decent number. But uh, but he makes a good point of, like, you can't just go by yourself and they're going to all follow you. It's like, no, nah, you got to get some attention. force, yeah, exactly. with you. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, she goes, I'm going to go to the world's altar, which I don't know, world's end altar. Uh, at this point, does she know exactly what that is or more just she heard someone tell Kirito? 
Uh, no, she just she's just going by the voice she okay, heard when yeah. yeah in administrator's um, chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, so she just knows that Kirito was told to go there. So she's going to go there and maybe it'll help Kirito wake up. That's yeah. all she knows. Yay! I'm one of those like ah oh, that thing piece of information that we're all sitting there like, but you don't know what it means and uh, and it's, it's a long journey too. Yes. <laughs> Uh, then, yeah, she explains Priestess of Light, like, hey, I don't know what this is, but I'm just going to go with, yes, I'm going to turn myself in, which, how wonderfully cliche and noble of, they want me, I'll just go by myself, mm-hmm. and you're just like, girl, but okay, I'm glad she has backup, she's not going by herself. Yeah, no, she's, she's got lots yes. of, lots of the right kind of background with yeah. her, so we'll see how many of them last. We'll see, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I, I feel this is going to be bad. Uh, <laughs> So speaking of being bad, another moment here I really enjoyed is seeing more of the Dark Territory as not just, air quotes, evil people and creatures because we get to see, unfortunately, like the outcome for a whole bunch of the orcs. They are uh, at least 3,000 of them, no less, as the command was. Yeah. So we got Lily, um, Lil Pillin and Gen- Genju. Lenju. Lenju. Yeah, that's his... That's my font reading. Um, <laughs> and pretty much like... How they're, is, I'm assuming they're a couple. Um, and the woman's just like, it's cool. I will sacrifice myself for our emperor. It's all good. I'm going to die. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like, couldn't he have said, no, 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 you're staying in, like, your troops? But No, it's for the cause. 3,000 had, to, had uh... to go, and that was the order. And they are bound by, well, they're bound by, um, I guess you could say they're, it's the kind of their programming. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, oh, are, yeah, so I guess this would be a moment that if one of them goes no, and then they could have the... The big headache. Yeah. Which is what happens to um, uh, We saw Helen. that with the... Okay, yeah. Yeah, he starts, like, digging into his yeah. uh, side of his head oh, with his nail. Oh, I didn't quite get what that was, but that makes sense. He was cursing yeah, what, what was going that. on, so... And that automatically was giving mm. him the headache and the eye throb, so... Because mm. yeah. I liked it with the giant when the giant, like, tripped out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, went, he started glitching. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I would have cool. wanted one character to be, like... Sweet. Yeah, but. no, it's uh, he's just going in berserk mode, yeah. and so it's kind of like, what the hell's going on? So no, like the visual of it because we see it, mm-hmm. and they're like, I feel that's like not what have would have been the dialogue edition later. That would have been uh, it filmed and shot of I a could, character going a re- a reaction of somebody. But I mean, uh, that that stuff is happening so fast. I don't think anybody has time to react. I mean, he well, takes out okay. two of his own or two or three of his own people too. Question so it's kind then. Of, hmm. Do, the, do you, when you're seeing it and your understanding of it, do you think the other characters were able to see that glitch? Oh, didn't even care. I'm paying attention to the story. I'm not paying attention to little things like that. <gasps> I want to know. <laughs> like just, I, think it's, I think it's probably digging a little <laughs> too deep. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of, uh, even even at that part and stuff, even when he started glitching, it's yeah. just, it's like, okay, he's going, he's going ape shit. And, uh, oh, can I say shit? You have. It's going ancient. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, and at that point, there's really no time for anybody to react because they've okay. never seen anything like that happen before. Um, and Fanatio herself even gets overcome by fear of all yeah. things. Um, for the first time, this is actually affecting her. Pretty sure she can see what's going on with him um, based on that. Actually, call back on that now. I'm glad you mentioned that because we were talking about it a little bit when we covered that episode. Um, when Fanatio is essentially affected by the giant uh, coming at her and we see the cubes 
Is it her, like, programming that is, like, a virus infected by it, essentially? Because how he's... So what's uh, what's going on? Everybody's... All the light cubes are connected in what's yes. called the light cube cluster. Yeah. And so they're all, they're all connected. So if one thing... If, say, like, you're fighting, your soul is in this cube, yeah. and you're fighting a soul that's over in this other cube over here, um, you... You two, your two cubes are connected, so um, you're you'll be affected by whatever. If you guys are in battle and stuff, you mm. you will be affecting that other cube's sort of health and you know vitality and life force. Okay. So yeah, no, that totally makes sense because that's kind of what it seemed to be when it came across, but it was one of those so the specifics and mm. yeah. yeah, again, it's kind of like uh, um, in the books they go to great pains. Uh, they go, they go, they go well above and beyond the Call of Duty, explaining the light cube cluster, which the show does not go into very much for obvious reasons, because it's, it's just it would take yeah, no, it's a lot take too of much like time. characters are not talking about it. It's just the yeah. author is talking about it for the most um, part, and then reiterating it like every four chapters or something. Because okay. uh, yeah, so it's uh, <clears throat> they set it up definitely in the books. Um, didn't know if they were pulling it off in the show. Um, uh, as well as they could, I got it, um, but I could see where people, some people would be lost. So then it sounds like, yes, you read the books, because uh, previous times other people in the chat have wondered if the actors have read the books, so do you... I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for this I do, yeah. Um, for the last couple of shows that I've worked on, I've been reading the books. Um, I didn't read the, uh, I wasn't reading Sword Art for um, uh, Gun Gale Season 2, Um I read like the only book that was out in English for Gun Gale, the mm -hmm. sort of the side story that's on Netflix. If you want to see it, um, very cute show. Um, and then on this one, most of the volumes had already been printed in English, so I could definitely pick those up and then use those because there were definitely a lot of questions like mm -hmm. light cubes and mm -hmm. the you know the philosophy and the the science behind all the stuff that people were talking about. And the books really helped me get through that. Um, and help sort of influence the the lines I would slightly change just to make things more understandable for the audience at home. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I couldn't change a whole episode's dialogue to explain the light cube cluster thing any better. I... <laughs> no, but the fact that you're reading the books does influence what you know about it, which then you could explain to the actors. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, definitely. That a trickle-down effect that I think would help round out the show, because if you didn't know and they do have that question, you, you're not going to sit there and say, it's, you know. Yeah, it, it, it helps me do my job better, and it definitely helps me help the actors do their job better, too, I think. Yeah. So it's time well invested. For sure. Yeah. Uh, then we have, oh yeah, so the orcs, their death, man, it being painful was even just that cherry on top of, okay, like, it'd be one thing if, like, okay, we wiped them out quick, but it was just this blood, guts, and pfft. Gotta be death worms. <sighs> you know, just because those, yeah, those were gnarly, nasty things, too. <laughs> like, oh man, like, they seem like flying piranha, essentially. Yeah, oh, it's like the like movie piranha when eels. they fly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Piranha 2? <laughs> yeah. There's a movie where piranhas fly. It's horrible. Yes. <laughs> it's so bad, it's good. Uh, so then they, they're they coming at the Integrity Knights as they're flying, and Eldrie, uh, which, please leave a comment on your thoughts on this, because I, myself, when I was writing my notes, felt, I was like, is this noble of him, or crazy, or stupid, or 
what that he goes, it's cool. I will have them follow me so that you don't have to die. I think it's it's unfortunate. I It's one of those, it's sad when a character goes, I have to die to save all of you. But if there's really no other option and they care that much about the other people, sure. I mean, that was his thing. I mean, after... After feeling like he was, um, he was not the mm-hmm. the knight that he should have been, mm-hmm. um, because yeah. of the goblin smoke bombs and so many so many goblins got by him and yeah. stuff. Um, you know, there, he needed something to redeem himself in the eyes of Alice and his troops and everybody and himself, and mm. uh, and so he does make that decision to try and draw the death worms away. Um, and so I thought, well, was, you know, that's very knightly of him. So def- he definitely redeemed himself in the end, as far as I'm concerned. I, I think, I think, if, if that was the only way to, if that was the only way to, to, to get, get everybody out of it, then yeah. Well, it made right a thing. difference. So it like he did. did save the day. Yeah. Um, so we get his big death uh, in the memory of his mother, which was very sweet and touching and mm. sad and all those things rolled together. Um, so he gets a push from something. Probably, Can, probably. I I would even in the books it was just a hand. Okay, but it's not necessarily defined who or what that it's was. Probably his mom. Okay. Probably that's what I would that's what I would think that's what I, like I told that. Ezra. Yeah. Okay. That his mom was giving him a little push and he just didn't know Aww. it yet. Yeah. That's sweet. Because yeah. yeah, we don't know. I had a moment. I'm like, is it Kirito? I'm like. Ah. But that didn't feel quite right, so I like better that someone connected to him and, like, helping him get that last little push and, like, figuratively and literally um, he's destroyed. But I like that he gets that moment to say goodbye with Alice, as you were talking about earlier, of how hard it was to complete that. And so much yelling and screaming, and poor Kaylee of, like, that one, Ezra! Like, so much. She did that in two takes. It was was awesome. Oh, that was was a big one. Yeah, the it was it was great. Just a keeper and a safety for that for that one. So yeah, yeah major props to her. Uh, yeah, that's I th- feel that was a nice like the big moment in the episode of the like no. That was the crescendo and for then, sure. Yeah. Yes, like the hug goodbye and it's like yeah, shed a tear. <laughs> R.I.P. L.J. Yes. Uh, then it's I do like that. That's like a switch for Alice. She's like burn them, burn them all. It's like. I know your dragon power comes Yes. <laughs> now I was like, at that moment of everybody, we need to destroy everything. And then also that she gets her proclamation of like, this is what's going down. You're all going to die. But creepily at the same time, another moment going on is Gabriel finally gets to see her because he hasn't seen her yet nope. in that space. Now he knows who he's And after. he's like, oh, hey, yeah. hey, girl, hey. Uh, and that's where it's like, yeah. <laughs> he did just like that. Um, but yeah, him seeing her, I'm just sitting there like, oh no, Alice, like, no, that's, mm. That's exactly what she wanted. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted to draw their attention. Yep. She's got it. (laughs) And that's what wraps up in that episode. Um, any other quick final thoughts on this episode or anything that was interesting in filming it, recording, or recording it? Um, nothing that I can remember offhand. Um, uh, we're kind of chugging along at this point. I think we were doing like four episodes at a time. Okay. And it was after this that we started doing like recording two episodes at a time because um, the Toonami 
thing was finalized and they were like, okay, well, here's the day where we're going to start. And so then it was just a matter of getting the episodes to them in time so they could cut the promos and cut out any nonsense that they didn't like in the show for some reason. Oh, I, don't okay. think I don't think they're edited, but I think they do edit the, the opening and closings a bit. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And then put all the credits and stuff on it. I was going to say, I'm trying to watch because I've watched On Crunchyroll and Toonami, so... It's confusing. Yeah. You're watching too much. <laughs> During my thorough research, too, so I can watch it and talk about it. Um, <laughs> so we get, we, we're we getting towards the end of these this hour because we're on episode 8, which is 8, so we got 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, four more. So this is exciting, and we have many more vo- voice actor guests coming as well. So thank you so much for watching and listening. Thank you again for coming in and talking oh, about Oh, thanks for show. having me. It's so fun. Um, is there anything right now that you wanted to plug, mention, or you're working on to let people know? Uh, right now in the space between the two parts of this uh, batch of sword art, I'm just working on a couple things that haven't been announced yet, just mm-hmm. little, little projects. Um, something was released a couple weeks ago on Konosuba. Crunchyroll, Konosuba Season 2, the mm-hmm. dub. So if you're a fan of Konosuba Season 2, go watch it on Crunchyroll. Um, they got sub and dub for you, so take your pick. Nice. Um, yeah. And so, so far, people seem to be having fun with that. So that's good, too. Good. Uh, then make sure to check out Sword Art USA, which is the official Twitter for Sword Art Online. Uh, where can people find you online? Oh, uh, just my name, Alex Von David, on Twitter, all lowercase. Nice. So. And again, make sure to click the thumbs up button and the subscribe so you can be up to date when the next episode comes out. My name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Again, thank you so much for watching and thank you again for coming in. No, thanks again for having me. And we'll see you all next week. See ya. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.